From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Press Cast. And now, the Eagle High School Sports Team, Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. What's up, y'all? You're listening to the Brazos Sports Preps Cast. I'm Alex Miller with the Eagle, joined always by Jake Weiss and Andrew Tenio. What's up, Andrew? I'm doing pretty well, man. Doing pretty well. How about yourself? Doing all right. And I think I just butchered the pronunciation of your last name, didn't I? What did you? What? what did I, I say Tenio? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's oh, right. Hey, you didn't butcher nothing, buddy. Hey, there we go. Hey, well, and there's that. the Weister Bunny. What's up, my guy? Yeah, What's doing good, man. Good to be back. Hey, did that Tamiflu work for you? Yeah, it did actually. <laughs> yeah, I hope it. Yeah, I took all ten. So, well, I'm glad you're back here with us in person this week. We missed you, Jake's. <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> oh, sorry. The quarter zip. All right. Well, hey, let, we're talking about the serious stuff this week. We, Jake, we teased this a few weeks ago when we got Cease on the podcast. We're going to rank our personal top five mascots in the Brazos Valley. Yeah, I'm excited, man. It's been, I've been thinking about this on and off, not every day. But pretty much since that we had CSUN, I was like, you know, like well, you keep telling me we're going to do it eventually. So, I, you know, sometimes it's kind of like when, you know, you sometimes wake up and you're like, oh, I have, you know, I have homework to do. Like sometimes I just wake up. And I'm like, oh, what are my top five? Like I got to think about that. So <laughs> is this the week? We've got we've got some criteria. OK, so we could only pick from mascots uh, who are the only ones in the Brazos Valley with this nickname. So there are some that you won't see because there are duplicates. So first, let's play a little trivia. How many different mascots are there in the Brazos Valley? We have 28 schools that we cover for football. Andrew, you want to go first? If me? I Yeah, yeah this is the new guy under uh, the bus. Exactly, sure. <laughs> I'm going to throw out a number. I'm going to uh, go with 13. 13? Okay. Jake? Uh, that's a good guess. Um... How many? What, what's the question? <laughs> Can you repeat the question? How many different mascots are there in the Brazos Valley? Uh, we cover twenty-eight teams. Um, the wheels are turning. Yeah, they really are. Uh, this is not make probably. It's, prob- it's a good thing we're not on radio because this would be <laughs> dead air. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Come on, Jake, spit out a number. Twelve. Twelve? I don't know. The answer is eighteen. Oh, <laughs> what the heck? The answer is eighteen. What's the most popular mascot in the Brazos Valley? Uh, I'm gotta good. be Eagles. Okay, I was gonna say Panthers. Panthers, Eagles is the right answer. Oh, there are five teams with Eagles. Can you name all of them? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, Panthers. There are two, right? Okay. We got Norman G and we got Burton. Okay, okay. All right. Enough with the trivia. Hey, there's. 13 standalone mascots in the Brazos Valley. So let's get into our top five. Let's let's start number five. Andrew, what's your number five? Uh, I am going to go with a simple one, yet I really like it. And there's not many of them. We're going with the Rudder Rangers. Okay. I like, I like the uh, Rudder. It just comes out really well. Um, and obviously Rangers, to me at least as a, as a high school uh, nickname it's it's a little unique in my opinion so the rudder rangers hey there's a lot of historical context behind that mascot did mm. you know that andrew again as a newbie i'm trying to learn everything but so, I, I may not know all of it so general james earl rudder his 
team of rangers part of mm-hmm. d-day mm. climbing climbing the cliffs mm. out at out on uh, normandy so mm. you know they were uh, they were some of the first ones out there so there's some there's some historical context to that one the more so i know that's yes. a good pick that's a good pick thank jake you, thank you what's your number five Oh, I thought hoping we would go in. I went one to five in my head. Uh, oh boy! I also, I'm a little s- confused. Not confused. Surprised by the 13 standalone because <laughs> I was trying to do it over lunch and I was like, we don't have that many standalone. Like this should be easy. So uh, I'm gonna go with Snook Blue Jays though. Blue uh, Jays. Yeah, I, I like the Blue Jays. Uh, this is a mascot. I mean, we only have one, so you don't you don't hear it very often. So that was my number five. I I tried to look up the history behind Blue Jays. I tried to look up the history for some of these, and I couldn't figure out why Snook is the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. But uh, there you go. All right, there we go. All right, my number five. I'm going with the Yeoman of Cameron. Mm-hmm. So C C H O. He gave money to build a school, a new school building for what was the dilapidated building back in the nineteen teens, and so. Uh, he he died before the school was able to open, and so you know they named the school after him, and they called themselves the Yeoman. So, in Story. case you were ever wondering why Cameron Yo is the Yeoman, that's yep. what that's what I found uh, on the interwebs. So I was about to shout ask out what to a Google. Yeoman was so I'm glad you uh, you covered that. Okay, my number four. Uh, I'm going Rangers mm-hmm. number four. So we were we were we were on the same line of thinking, and. Uh, I'm I'm a big history buff and I'm a local guy, so you gotta like the local historical connections. Mm-hmm. So uh, got got a lot of respect uh, for whoever decided to name the the Rudder High School mascot the Rangers. It makes sense too, Jake. Mm-hmm. All right, number four for me. This is I cheated. I will fully admit, folks. I cheated oh, on this one. Jake! <sighs> I looked at your paper. Uh, Not again. So I'm gonna go Navasota Rattlers. Rattlers. Navasota Rattlers. Yeah. Yep. Rattlers number four. I okay. like that one. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm glad that we had uh, all five. All of our uh, picks for number five were all unique. Um, but I think we're gonna start uh, running into each other a little bit. I have got the Snow Blue Jays as my number Ooh, four. Number so. four Blue Jays. Yes. All right. What's your number three, Andrew? Um, I'm gonna go with the Anderson Shiro Fighting Owls, and it's Ooh. not just the owls; it's the fighting owls. It's oh. the emphasis on the fighting that really got me. That I'm like, does, you know what? All right. I'm does gonna... that make Does that make the owl a bird of prey in that circumstance? You know what? I don't know. I'm gonna have to talk to because I don't think a blue jay is a bird of prey. No, eagle definitely is. Yes, I don't. I don't know if it's fighting if it really counts as that, but it, it's something. Hey, they've been fighting this season. They have, yes. They have. We've talked about them a lot on the show. Yes. So. Got that win against Newton. They, uh, Newton? I mean, uh, <laughs> I was about to <laughs> say. New Waverly. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> time's the break, sir, pal. New Waverly. Alright, what's your number three, three Jake? Alright, so the next three picks for me, I kind of Mike leached this. I'm sure we've all seen that video, you know, where he's talking about the Pac-12 mascots who would win in a fight. Mm, so I, I like I, that. I'm kind of doing a little homage to the, the late great Mike Leach here. R.I.P. and peace, the Pirates. Uh, yes. Exactly. We don't have a we don't have pirates, but that would have been a fitting one. Exactly, <sighs> yeah. Um but no, so number three for me, I went with uh Somerville. Ooh. The Yigua. The Yewas. I'm I'm glad they were on my list, but I'm glad (laughs) I didn't say it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so number three for me. uh, Because if you look, you know, if you go on the site, sometimes I know we asked, I think it came up with Cease. He asked or you asked, what is it? What is it? It is. Well, if you know, if you go on Max Preps, it's a Native American. It's an American Indian. 
So I was kind of thinking to myself, like, these next couple picks, I'll explain it as we go along, everybody. But, uh, yeah, just for now, no, that's my number three. So my number three is also the yay was. We were, we were mm. thinking on the same sh- note, or you just looked at my paper No, again. no, no, no. But so I've learned that yay is a Spanish term for horse. Okay. So fun fact. And if you drive through that area, there is the yay Creek. Mm. which was named by Spanish settlers, uh, you know, several centuries ago because they found some wild horses down on the creek bed. So it's huh. Horse Creek, oh but in gosh. Spanish. So was the mascot a horse then? I guess so. Oh, well, Max or Preps lied to me then. Or it could have like a Mustang <sighs> in a sense because of yeah. the of horses. So I don't Yay know. Wall sounds cooler than Mustang, though. It, it, it does. No, no offense to our friends that are Mustangs over Madison at Madisonville no or Bivichia. Isn't Mumford the Mustangs, too? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. They don't play football, though. Okay, number two. Number two, the Vikings oh. of Brian. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, number two, I got I got the Vikings of Brian. It felt one of the, that one felt like almost a little too obvious, but it's also very it's unique to me in a sense as well. So I, I like that pick. Okay, Jake, number two, the Vikings. Because uh-huh. the Viking would be a uh, in a fight. So <laughs> I texted one of my buddies, Andrew, who went to Brian High, and I said, "Hey, do you know why they're do you know why Brian's you know nickname is the Vikings?" And he was like, "Well." I used to joke and tell people that uh, Vikings settled this area, <laughs> but that is that is a that is not a true story. Oh. So I wish it was because that would sound way cooler. But uh, I don't know why Brian is the Vikings. Man, you should have just made that one of the trivia questions. I would have believed it. Like true or false? Like true <laughs> or false? I'd be like, uh. we know who's the gullible yeah, one of the like, group. Yeah, it's true. Like, Andrew, what's your number two? So am I getting two and one, or am I? Are we? Yeah, you go oh, go oh. number two first. <laughs> all right, go all number right. two first. Well, I'm taking yours because we're gonna go with the Cameron Yo Yeoman. Uh, okay. I grew up in Waco for those that aren't aware, and I went to school at Robinson, and Robinson played Cameron Yo quite often. So it was hey. one of those that, like I was enjoy. I was ready to play the yeoman i was excited always, hey so. robinson has a cool mascot they're the rockets the rockets yeah. very unique i think they're they maybe one other team if not they're the only team in the state that are named the rockets that so. that whole district in general ha- right now at least has some great mascots you've yes. got the yeoman you got the rockets you got the bees of academy oh yeah little river academy they're they're like the bumblebees yeah, Bumblebee. And then Troy is the Trojans, Trojans. of course. Lorraine Leopards. The Connolly Cadets. Connolly Cadets. Mm -hmm. So Uh, there's some unique ones in that area. Um, And then my number one is uh, the Yewas. That that had to be the number one. I was looking, and I'm like, there's no other names that I could really see that would would touch it, in my opinion. But you guys, with your number one picks, could definitely change my opinion. Jake, what's your number one? Number one, Rudder Rangers. Okay. Rudder Ranger would win in a fight over all the other... Would it? Wow. Yeah, okay. There you go. Okay. There you go. A ranger has a gun, so it would beat the Viking and the Yewa. <laughs> okay. I guess that's <laughs> yeah. a fair point. <laughs> There's other say, things you could use. I love the Mike that. Leach logic. Exactly. Yeah. But, like my first three were Mike Leach. Lo- Mike Leach logic. Hey, um, my number one. I'm going with the Navasota Rattlers. Okay. Um, nice. I teased this. This actually started when I went and covered Navasota versus Madisonville. And if you go out to Rattler Stadium. They've got a huge statue of a rattlesnake outside the stadium, and it's like all coiled up and like in its little striking position, you know. So, fun fact: Navasota, their junior high n- mascot is the fangs. 
Ooh. And the three elementary schools there, they got the Sidewinders, the Boas, and the Vipers. That's pretty so cool. cool. So what? I, I, I kind of like the, uh, you know, the serpentine yeah. theme they got going on over there at uh at Navasota ISD. They, they they got it figured out. Yeah. So every level you're uh you're a snake basically. Yeah. Well hey, that was a fun little exercise, wouldn't you yes. say? I would say so. Yeah. I enjoyed it, yeah. Cool. I learned more than I thought I would, especially for Mr. Historian Alex Miller. <laughs> I said he's I love the one it. we learned. I love stuff it. From. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's get into the real action, okay? We got some right. games to play this week. Let's start with Brian. They traveled to Pflugerville Weiss. Uh, this is a big one for the Vikings, of course. They're playing for first place in District 12 6A. But, uh, you know, Weiss, they're a big favorite, even though uh, Brian's been rolling the last couple weeks. They they had that week off, of course, last week, the bye. And, uh, Jake, I think you went out and talked with Coach Tallis. Just what's what's kind of the vibe check over there at Brian High? Yeah, you know, it's a battle between two undefeated teams in district this week, uh, Weiss, Brian. Uh, you know, and he said, you know, kind of it's going to be big stage, bright lights. I mean, the, the field's a big stadium. We know this. We've been. Uh, heck, we were there when College Station and Smithson Valley played. Uh, it's a great field. Yeah, there last year. Um, basically, the he said, field. you know, the big thing's going to be, you know, minimizing the turnovers. That might, excuse me, that might seem kind of simple. I mean, that's kind of something all coaches talk about. But in a game like this, you know, you kind of got to be, don't you don't want to say perfect, but you got to really, to give yourself a chance, you got to be mistake free and, that's the biggest thing. And I talked to Derek Ramsey, the punter, wide receiver they got over there, at Brian as well, and he kind of said the same thing. He actually did say, you know, hey, we kind of have to be perfect if we want to have a shot here. I mean, you line up against a good team like that. I think Andrew was saying, you know, they have a bunch of D1 commits at Weiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it's a tall task like you said. But, I mean, Brian's, you know, they've been playing well. I think they can keep it a competitive game for, I mean, heck, did we all think, I mean, we all know what they did against Temple. I mean, yeah. What eighteen years? Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, little, uh, I mean, that's a pretty good tall task already in the first for your first district win. Then you beat Coven overtime. So I mean, Brian's, they've had some pretty good games here. I guess we'll just have to see kind of what they can do. Not gonna be easy, but I think they can keep it competitive. Yeah, I mean, uh, Weiss has definitely emerged as the favorite in this district. So, I mean, kind of feels like Brian's playing with a little bit of house money, right? Yeah. I mean. Weiss is the favorite, but if Brian goes and wins, that would be just a huge win for the Vikings, of course. I feel like the last couple weeks as well, I know you, I like that you mentioned the Temple game and you mentioned the Coppers Cove and also the fact they're all coming off a bye. So they've they've gotten down the emotions. The past couple weeks have been really big. They've had a whole week to simmer in it, and now I feel like I feel like they'll be ready to go once, uh, once the, the lights shine bright. Anum Consolidated, they host Leander on homecoming. Uh, they rolled past Pflugerville Hendrickson last week. Big game from Tyler Poling, who's stepped in as the starting quarterback now. 12-16, 211 yards, three touchdowns. Leander looks like the worst team in this district, with, with all due respect to them. I, I think the Tigers are going to have their way this Friday. Yeah, I feel like there's kind of a reason they picked this one as homecoming. They know they'll put on a good show. They've kept it rolling. Uh, I think this was last week. I think it's fair to say last week was probably the first week where we probably said, came away saying, man, the offense looked as good as the defense. We've so. been saying for a few weeks now, if that offense can just start clicking. Yeah. I mean, Consol can Consol can get it rolling mm-hmm. because we know that defense is good. And mm-hmm. I think after this, they've got Eastview after Leander. Yep. So uh, you put together three strong games on offense and defense. They should be in good shape uh, because of what that after I think Eastview it's uh, it's College Station. It's College Station. 
you go into that one with a lot of momentum, but you got to take care of business this week first. I'm looking forward to this Friday. It's the first time I'm getting to see Consol play in person this this season. So definitely looking forward to watching Coach Smith's team and uh, see what the Tigers can do. Speaking of College Station, they're going back to Leander third time in like four weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they're facing Leander Glenn. Hey, the Grizzlies gave College Station like literally all they could handle last year. Wasn't it, was it double overtime? It was yeah, double overtime. It was double overtime. was the final. You know, College Station has struggled to defend the pass, but Leander Glenn is a triple option team. And so, um, you know, kind of plays into the hands of the Cougars a little bit at least. You know, Andrew, you went out there this week uh, talking with Peyton Cashin, wide receiver. You know, what did you kind of hear from him and uh, what the Cougars are looking at this week? Yeah, I think we talked about not only this week, but their mindset as a whole. It's going 1-0 is very important to them, not looking too far ahead. Um, Like you mentioned with last year's game, they didn't pass once. They ran the ball all 57 times. Uh, DJ Duggar, which is their star running back, he's going to be there. He's going to be healthy. He's going to be ready to go. Um, I think, honestly, I'd pay attention more to the offense because clearly Glenn did something last season in order to limit the game. Um, and I'm really interested to see if Arrington Maynard will come up to a strong start. Um, and if they can get over a couple, they've had a couple lapses this year in the first quarter where they kind of get out to a slow start and they eventually get it going. I'm curious how they start um, because if not, if they don't, if they get to bad starts and Glenn gets eats up the time, it could be a problem. You were at that game last year, right, Jake? I was, yeah. That's what I thought. I remember that one because uh, I believe, um, man, I was definitely at that one, but I'm trying to remember like why it sticks. I guess because maybe it was just because it was double overtime. That's why it sticks well, in my mind. If I remember correctly, I think I was covering Consol that night, and your game, like regulation ended before I got to the fourth quarter or something. Yeah, I think I do remember <laughs> that. <laughs> but by yeah. the time it got done with double overtime, the Consol game was almost yeah, over Yeah, I think itself. that's what it was. <laughs> but... I mean, that's that's Leander Glenn. They're going to control the clock. They're going to run their offense, and uh, they're going to make you stop it. That's that's kind of their MO. Don't really see that a lot at the 5A level. But All right, Rudder, they host Montgomery Lake Creek. I think they're, what, number four in 5A Division Two. Mm, um, I believe so. Needless yeah, to five. say, this is going to be a tough one for the Rangers. Mm. Andrew... What did you see from the Rangers last week and kind of that just – it seemed like it was kind of a frustrating loss to, to Huntsville. Mm, and first I want – before I get into the rudder performance, I want to give a shout-out to Huntsville ISD Stadium. There's the debut last week of the new stadium, uh, a lot of exciting things um, around the stadium. It's a really nice view from the press box. They had, like, trees in the background, and it, it felt like I was, like, in, almost in the middle of the forest, but instead there's, like, a high school and the stadium's around the forest. Um, so it was a really nice experience to be there. Um, there just wasn't really much of a flow last week against Huntsville offensively. Um, they tried to pull a quarterback. They pulled they pulled Billings. They put in Jaquise Martin just to try and get some motivation and try to get some momentum going. Uh, I just it didn't work in their favor. And it's and coach uh, I talked to Coach Ezar last week and he just said it's like you know pulling a starting pitcher and trying to get your reliever in there and hoping that it'll change the complexion in the game. I thought defensively the Rangers were much improved. Um, 17 to 3 even the 17 felt like it was a lot um because and Huntsville had been putting up some points. Yeah, <laughs> Huntsville was putting up points and they held Huntsville to 7 points through 3 quarters. It was really until like the midway point of the fourth where they were getting anything going. Um so really just 
hoping to find some balance and maybe just, you know, getting Billings back on his feet a little bit. That'd really be the key uh, moving forward. Well, and the defensive performance is, is noteworthy because yes. Lake Creek can put up points. Yeah. Yes. And and I feel like if Rudder can just hang in there with them and get to that fourth quarter, it's anyone's game. It could be. I mean, case in point, Lake Creek only beat Montgomery by one point. Mm-hmm. Like, I've picked Lake Creek to win this game, but if Rudder hung in there with them, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you think about it for Rudder. I mean, I think last year's game was like 52-3 to against them, uh, but the defense has improved. I mean, I think looking at these last two weeks for Rudder, uh, well, I guess last three because they had a bye, but Lamar Consolidated, uh, Huntsville game manager, 17-3. to You know, these games aren't runaways. Even when Huntsville, even when Rudder loses, they haven't been runaways just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think if you can keep it close, I mean, e- even if you don't come away with the win, you got to feel good about the rest of your district slate because I know we've talked about this. Uh, well, you all at least heard me talk a lot about this early in the week. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I talked with head coach, uh, Brenham head coach Danny Young's a little bit about the district. And it was kind of interesting to get his thoughts because he said, you know, hey, uh, Lake Creek's 3-0, and Huntsville's 3-0. and They've pretty much already clinched playoff spots. And Alex, you mentioned, you know, three is probably that magic number. Yep. Uh, so for Rudder, I mean, if they can pull off an upset here, well, you're already down, you're already to two. If you can't pull off the upset, you've got Brenham, you've got Montgomery, I believe you've got Randall left. Yep. Yep. So you've got to win at least two of those if you want to stay alive in the playoffs. So they've got four games left. I mean, let's see what can happen because I mean, you need at least two of them. All right, three other games to watch this week. Let's start with Brazos Christian going on the road to face Northland Christian. You know, Eagles lost to them last year in overtime, so this is one they've had circled for a while. Convincing win last week over Rice, mm-hmm. and uh, Cooper Murr had a big game, 285 yards, four touchdowns. This could be the district championship in a three ga- in a three-team district. Well, hey, I also want to give a quick shout-out to Isaiah Perkins, man. Uh, two touchdowns on offense, yeah. two touchdowns on defense. Uh, Brad's question looked good against Rice. Two-way I mean, stud. Yeah. I think, uh, like you mentioned, it's overtime last year. Uh, Cooper Murr, man, looked pretty good because he's, what, only a freshman? Yeah. It seems like they've moved Jackson Caffey around a little bit, yeah. which isn't too surprising. When you got an athlete that good, you want the ball in his hands a lot. And if you have a quarterback that can get it done, which it looks like Cooper can, even though he's probably 14, 15 years old, I mean... <laughs> Do what you got to do to win games. You play to win the game, right? Hey, if they can, if they keep it rolling, I mean, they're gonna have to do it again this week. But uh, overtime last year, and I mean, I don't know how I wouldn't. I don't know necessarily if I would say how we can compare last year's team to this year. It's kind of hard to do things like yeah. that. But I would say, I mean, Brazos Christian's got what more guys on the team this year. If they took them to the limit last year, let's see what happens this year. Granger at Bremond, you know. Bremont went for two and the win over number four Chilton last week just couldn't get it. Doesn't get any easier this week though with Granger on tap. Well, I'm kind of curious. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little curious because I saw something about Coben Zane and Tank Scott were both out at one point. Yeah, I think Ben Peck yeah, was ben at the Peck game and posted game. about that. Which, if we read our box score, it shows that toward the end they had some other guys stepping up. Yeah. So health concerns are definitely there for Bremont and. Uh, you know, Coben has been really good yeah. filling in 
this season at quarterback. So that would be a tough loss for for them if if he couldn't go. Well, and then you know you start an zero two in district. I mean, you still got Iola on the slate, who's been improved. Uh, I think they that was still a pretty close game. I think with uh, Granger last week, mm-hmm. or yeah, Granger last week. I for Iola, uh, Milano. I mean. It's not going to get much easier for Bremond, so this is one I don't want to say you need, but you come away with this one, you're one and one. You feel a whole lot better about the rest of the district than uh, if you're zero and two, and you've got looking at the kind of murderers row they've got in that district. The 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 margin for error definitely uh, stays a little bigger, wouldn't you say? So, all right, taking it home, Corrigan Camden. They're at Leon this week. Funny, Leon also went for two last week and didn't get it. Lost to Groveton. Uh, Leon was picked third in this district behind Corrigan Camden before the season. So, uh, you know, this, this might have some, uh, playoff seating implications down the road. The Cougs, man. Uh, that's all I got to say. The Cougs, man. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of high on the Cougs. I think, uh, you know, they got a lot of seniors, got a lot of guys coming back. Brock Bumpers is back at quarterback. Uh, I think this is one that they, they hopefully can win. It's at home. I think if you win this, you feel a whole lot better. Uh, where you at, and like you mentioned, for playoff seating implications, you feel pretty dang good if you win this one. All right, guys, anything else? Excited for another another week of slate, another week of games. All right. Well, hey, be sure to check theeagle.com for all of our coverage on high school football here in the Brazos Valley. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Brazos Sports Sportscast. We'll see you next week.